Glitter. RPG a day. Take over. Kia ora, morena. Tina koutou katoa. Hello. How are you all, everybody? Welcome back to Jules from NZ. It is indeed RPG a day month. It's an interesting RPG a day month this year, isn't it? Like, instead of the creative prompts or the uh, question slash creative prompt or the more generic question about some part of RPG, they're really honing in on us personally. They want to get to know us. They want us to reveal a little bit about ourselves and our thoughts and our experiences around RPG to others. And I know that's because, and it's very clearly written there, um, because they uh, want to encourage a more positive kind of chat, a more community feel like we're all getting to know each other. We all love RPG. Let's talk about the ways that we love RPG, why we love RPG, some positive stuff around RPG. Um, because, you know, it's been a really tough, it's been a really tough time lately and a lot of really negative things are going on. So, you know, and, and for a lot of us, RPG is our place of escape and tranquility and, and happiness. Um, and so let's encourage that. Let's embrace that and let's make RPG a day, a really positive, feel good space. I get that and I respect that and therefore am taking part in that but a little piece of me really misses the creative prompts and the the opportunity to be um, sort of poked to be creative in a new and different way because I do really enjoy that so bummed a little but actually excited to be um talking positively about RPG which is one of my favorite things to do um being that I have holy cremoli so much on right now um I have decided not to put out an episode every day because uh, let's face it I won't be able to do that right now I just won't be able to um I I will struggle and uh, fall at the first hurdle. I mean, it is currently the 2nd of August, Tuesday, the 2nd, and I have not put out this episode because Monday was crazy busy. Uh, so I'm going to take some of that stress away from myself and I'm actually going to put out one episode a week, uh, cover seven different topics all off on the top. Um, that's four episodes. You'll still be hearing from me every week, but it's going to be an RPG takeover, uh, as you heard at the top. So apologies for that. Um, there's a lot going on <laughs> right now in my life. Um, and I'd love to tell you all about it, uh, but I can't because there's some announcements coming tomorrow. Um, and I don't want to put out an episode today and spoil the announcements for tomorrow. So maybe you'll hear about that next week. Okay, so let's start with day number one. The prompt for day number one is, who would you like to introduce to RPG? And I was sitting here and I was thinking about that question. Um, I've been thinking about that question for a few days now, obviously thinking about the fact that I wanted to answer these questions and um, initially I couldn't really think of anybody because 
Uh, I've introduced most of my family to RPG. My sister really enjoyed playing a wizard. My dad really liked chopping up somebody. It was very fun for him. Um, my partner is a ranger in a current campaign that I play. I just recently got his wolf companions. Very excited about that. Um, you know, I, I was I was struggling. Like some of my best uh, friends um, are, are players, um, which is kind of awesome. There's a couple of my friends that aren't really players, but I don't know that I would want to introduce them to RPG because I feel like they would just kind of um, not enjoy it or get it. Uh, they're just not those kind of people, and that's fine. We know each other through very different ways. Like one of my best mates is um, who I know through uh, being the in the covers band, Wink, that I'm in. Uh, he's the lead guitarist for that and and although he plays quite a lot of games now which is new to me um we get together now for like games nights so we've been playing a lot of like exploding kittens and um he introduced us to a a new game which i cannot recall right now but it's like a misery index so each of the cards has a different thing that would be a different level of causing you to be miserable and you have to like rank it um and it's pretty funny having the conversations like stub your toe on the side of a sharp table versus like stuck on a flight with a crying baby versus like uh, forgetting your wallet on your first date um all of those things and you have to kind of rank them it's very fun it's a very fun game we were like um howling with laughter at some of the ratings and stuff but you know so he plays like that kind of stuff but i just i just don't see him getting into like fantasy so I really struggled with this one honestly um and then then it hit me it was so obvious who I would have liked to introduce to RPG but can't but you know what I'm gonna talk about it anyway my mum I would have loved to introduce my mum to RPG my mum was the sort of woman who really got into murder mystery evenings like really like she played um the last one she did was like this um oh god like fortune teller uh and she full-on wore a turban and wore so much costume jewelry and crazy like hipster skirts and stuff and was like it went out and bought like um you know like a clear glass ball and stuff and spent the entire evening walking around like rubbing it in people's faces. God, it was funny. Um, you know, so I think introducing her to RPG and and character creation and her being able to sink her teeth into a into a character to be and and make those choices and stuff and and have that impact on the story. She would have loved it. Um, yeah, yeah. Which I realize I've just asked Sid kind of day number fives. Why would they like this game? But sort of, um, uh, sort of. We haven't we haven't talked about which game. <laughs> I'm answering these all backwards. But yeah, I mean, my mum passed away of cancer a few years back, so no chance of doing this actually. But do you know what? This thought experiment, I'm gonna roll with it, and I'm gonna introduce you to my mum while we while we talk through. Uh, my love for RPG and why I think she would have loved it. So, day number two. What is a great intro RPG? I mean, 
controversial, but I actually think Dungeons and Dragons is a pretty great intro to RPG. Uh, why do I think that? Okay, so multiple reasons. Um, the software and the ease of being able to build a character with the D&D Beyond is it makes it a lot easier for people to get into it. A lot more intuitive. Um, it's a little bit more like a thing that they're used to, you know, click a button, read a piece of information, click a button, you know, and then it does all the automation for you. It, it's less kind of scary than sitting down with a book and having to write a whole lot of stuff on a sheet and pencil and then rub it out and you got it wrong and then, ah, oh, you missed a spot and, you know. I don't know. Like, it's it's pretty good for that. Also, I don't know how many times when we've been playing, when I've been introducing people on how to play D&D, but I go, cool, here's a few things that you need to know on your sheet. Like, here's what your AC is and here's what that means. Here's what your where your hit points are and here's what that means. Um, you know, here's where your, um, your character race is and here's what you kind of look like, but you can make liberties with that. And see this giant list here that's called skills we'll probably get to use that so have a look down that it's alphabetical and then right at the bottom there that's your weapons and that the things that you can hit with um just so you know where they are if you want to attack something you can tell me you want to attack with the right thing and then put those sheets behind you throw them away for a second and let's play a game you know i can say that because the game itself is very intuitive in terms of like okay so it's just role play right but most games are um I just feel like that it's not scary this one it's not that's not hard it's it the sheet might look big initially but it's just not my laminated sheets look a lot bigger because I actually do full spell lists and stuff so people don't have to be looking up spells and and change all their um, numbers and modifiers and save throws and all of that is all in a spell list so it's even easier for them to use but I don't know I I, I, I personally think Dungeons and Dragons 5e is a good intro D&D uh, game RPG um, also because people have some kind of usually some kind of understanding of it just from like vague recognition so they're like okay well I'm playing this game right like I saw it on Stranger Things or I I've seen an episode of Community about it or whatever. So there is some level of understanding, whereas you just don't really get that with some of the other games and stuff. I did deliberate about saying um, that Suited was a great intro RPG uh, because of the fact that the character is so easy to make. It literally takes like two minutes and most of it of the most of the two minutes is trying to think of some skills that are funny. Um, and I'll talk about why later because, uh, that's day seven. Um, I did deliberate about saying that that one was my favorite, but no, I'm going to stick with D&D 5e because there's a love there that will not die. And I personally do think it's a great intro to RPG, you know, crunchy enough that you can see the depth of it and get to muck around and really be individual and have lots of different actions in a game and easy enough that you can pick it up and play it within five minutes. Um, and I personally really honestly believe that. So, yeah. When was the day number three? When you first 
when you first intro to RPG, that's what I've written in my diary because I've transcribed all of the, wow, Jules, um, I think I'm trying to say when were you first introduced to RPG, um, and and I'm, I've talked about this multiple times before, but when I was in Intermediate, the kids were playing it in the library and I just kind of inserted myself into that game and that's when I first learned about RPG. Um, and then multiple times in my, my adult life, I've come across it. Um, I was playing Magic the Gathering pretty heavily in my early 20s um, and obviously everywhere you play RPG, there's multiple people playing like versions of Dungeons and Dragons like all sorts of different types of it Pathfinder and Call of Cthulhu and blah 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 but a lot of those game stores have those other games and so I was always in and around it interested in it listening to games happen while I was there in between like Magic the Gathering games and that kind of stuff so and then it you know it's of no surprise when Wellington comedians kind of went hey who knows how to play D&D and wants to make a podcast that my hand went shooting up in the air and and a few years back and that's how I seriously started again so yeah uh no real surprise to me um a great surprise to me that it is still Uh, going so strong and kind of taking over most of my life to the point where we were having a conversation at band practice last night about making the band a bit more of a priority in our life because we haven't really for a while because COVID kind of shot all the um, band gigs in the butt. So there's not been really any reason to make the band a priority for a while, but we've got a couple of gigs again and, and it's time to sort of get back into it properly and and I was like, yeah, no, that's cool. But I can't learn maybe more than one or two songs a week because I just have too much stuff going on and, and like a D&D stuff and um, going on in my life. And um, the band manager slash my best mate was like, yeah, but Jules, like how much is that is just games that you play and how much of that is actually like gigs that you're getting paid for? And I was like, I know you're asking that question because you think that I'm just playing games with my friends, but actually, dude, 70% of the D&D that I'm playing now a week is paid gigs. So um, so I get where that question's coming from, but like, I could drop like maybe a small amount of stuff in order to make more room for, for band practice, but really not a lot. <laughs> Less than you'd think. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, d- yeah, RPG has kind of taken over my life, which is which is amazing and great, and I feel very honoured that it has. So, okay, day number four. Where would you host a first game? Well, this one's easy if I'm thinking about introducing my mum, right? So I would obviously take her to my house, you know, where she's never been. Um and where I've uh, started gathering a pretty sick uh, RPG setup, I just bought that dining room table and set of chairs um, in order to have more room to play. But not just that, like all my gears there, all my figurines and my screens, and I've got the room set up now where I can have YouTube playing like a cool, um, you know, like YouTube clip with like, if we're playing in Icewind Dale, it's like a snowy background tundra sort of thing to set the mood, you know, and it's got background noises and stuff. Plus um, the speaker on the other side for when I want to play like chill, easy music or like upbeat tavern music when they go into a pub and then, 
you know, battle music when we're going into combat and stuff. Um, I've pretty much got the place set up the way I want. Uh, the, the only things that I would like is I would love, like, color change lights in the lounge or something so that I can, um, you know, drop the lights down to red or whatever when we're, when we're in battle mode. You know, that'd be pretty sick to be able to do the lighting and stuff as well. Um, but, yeah, uh, other than that, nope. Uh, it's pretty much perfect. Uh, oh yeah. And having like a, like a super sick DM throne would be awesome. You know, like full on, uh, <laughs> massive big, like king throne. Yeah. She, yeah. I'd kill for that. That'd be awesome. Um, but other than that, my, I think my house is pretty perfect. So I would prefer and love to host games there all the time. Um, I think that would be great. So why will my mum like this game? So we're going with 5e. Yeah, so as I referred to before, um, I think it's crunchy enough to really sink your teeth into the individuality of it. And it really encourages you to actually make a backstory to your character with the whole you have to choose your background and you have to choose your like character. Well, you don't have to, but um, you have to choose your background because it gives you different stats and stuff when you're um, going through that. Um, and then the character, um, personality, like characteristics and stuff is right there as well to choose, which kind of helps you formulate who your character is and how you might role play them and stuff. God, I think she'd love that. Sinking her teeth into that stuff. I would probably take her there like quite early on before we chose like spells or extra skills or any of that kind of stuff to see who the character is and how she wants them to play then to go back and choose some of those things that make sense around the character that she wants to be um yeah so much fun she would she would just be nerding out all over that and be really fun to um show that to her okay day number six how would you get more people playing RPGs? I guess show them it's easy and make it easy, right? Like if you could kind of, you know, run a bunch of games at different times where um, you could like maybe like seven, you know, here's, here's the perfect world in my head. People could come along, pay like 15 bucks or something easy, right? An easy price point to get into. And uh, we have like tablets there for every person and they can um, make their character with you, like one-on-one with you, one-on-one advice um, to be able to make their character and go through that and really like lock it in. Then they could get a personalized mini for that character or whatever, have their character sheet and then go and play like a three hour game or whatever. Um, I reckon more people would stick around and play. I reckon more people would do that. How do you get them there in the room? Um, I think you just have to, you have to advertise it really well, really fun. Uh, I wanted, to, I, I still dream of doing things like singles D and D nights. Where it's like, hey, you're single and there's going to be a bunch of other single people there. You know, um, pick up a character sheet at the door and sit down at a table and play some games. And the, the tables are going to be um, like you have to switch tables partway through the game. It's like there's like one big story that everybody's doing and all the DMs kind of have to hit that point. Right. But then 
um, that story point or whatever at, at about that time and like a portal opens and sucks them all in and they go whirling away and then they get spat back out again. But like with new people this time, they're still at the same point in the story. Um, but like they just have a whole bunch of new people and so everybody still kind of knows what's going on. Um, but nobody knows who each other is all the time. So you're constantly meeting new people as you sit down at the table. I think that would be fun. If I was single back in the days and somebody was running a singles D&D evening, I would go. Hell yeah, I would go. Um, so I still kind of want to do stuff like that. Or like um, bring your kid to D&D night, you know, or day. Um, so, you know, parents bringing their kids along to get them hooked in early. Um, I want to do things oh, yeah. like... Um, I, I I have these ideas for, like, school programs where you go into the schools and stuff. You actually link D&D into the curriculum because there's so much stuff that you could. Like, um, there's a whole lot of creative writing side. There's, there's, like, the math kind of side of, like, creating encounters to be the right kind of stats and um, building around numbers to make, you know, to match, like, how do you get them to to level at the end of this encounter like what's the numbers and how do you break that down like you need them to go from level one to level 13 and it it only needs like in this many sessions so like how do you set that up like what monsters blah 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 um that could be kind of fun um you know and then they they come out with like a full-on like either campaign basically building block or you know um like maybe a campaign but with one of the sessions completely written so like campaign map one of the sessions completely story blocked out um with like the text boxes and descriptions and talking about the differences between improv and reading out pieces and stuff like that I think you could probably sell that to schools you know add a bit of um performance into there like how to perform the characters and that kind of stuff um and also like how will you teach people how to play so they have to you know talk about how they would help other people the teamwork aspect blah 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 blah. and then you actually get them to run games for each other so they play in a game that the other people have written so it's like you know like they're in a group of five and they rotate around and play each other's games give feedback at the end of the session and stuff and you know, I think I think you could probably sell that to schools and I think that would also help more people play as well because you link them in when they're kids and you get them into it early, then, you know, they're just going to continue to be in love with it for the rest of their life. Doesn't mean that they're going to play it constantly for uh, in a day. They might be like me, pick it up when they're younger, drop it for a while, come back to it later. But that's, you still have them, you know. I think I think it would still be pretty cool. Anyway, I'm I'm rambling about different things I would like to do with the intake. I have so many plans and dreams, but I don't have enough time. <laughs> I I need like a little like, you know, Jules from NZ Company, um, where other people help me do stuff. That would be really awesome. <laughs> anybody want to? Anybody want to join like with me and make like a D and D events <laughs> thing? I realize I already work with for Questbook, but Questbook is so busy with everything. So busy with everything. And every single one of us also works full time. Um, so <laughs> it's hard. It's hard. It's hard to do stuff, you know? Um, okay, day seven. System Sunday. Describe a cool part of a system that you love. 
So yeah, so I was talking earlier about suited and I want to kind of circle back to that because suited is really, really easy to make a character in. Um, and uh, I think it's kind of wonderful because of that. Um, and I'm just trying to bring up, if I can bring it up, oh my goodness, I don't even know if I have it. That's dumb. Where is it? Okay. Well, I might have to. I might have it on my computer. Okay, I'm just going to have to try and do this sort of from memory um, because I can't quite remember how it exactly goes um, in terms of the rules. Um, But essentially, when you're making a suited character, um, you get given a certain amount of points uh, to spend on making your character, right? So, like, you can either put points into, um, essentially, your hit points or whatever. Um, Or you can put points into, like, your skills or your equipment. So, um, and and it's just guidelines, right? So, you get given... um, I wish I could remember how many points. Um, you get given a certain amount of points. I think it's like seven. Say seven for for argument's sake because I can't remember for the life of me. Um, and you have to come up with a couple of things that your character can do. So when I made um, Simon, for instance, Simon for um, Fate of Eisen's uh, kid-friendly version we we called it um the gigantic adventures of jeff and simon and simon was a pigeon and we played using the suited system so when i was thinking about things that a pigeon could do or might be good with i was obviously like well he can fly right um so i put a couple of points into fly so fly is plus two um he can pick sure yeah he can totally pick as an attack so he gets like plus one pick um, and then he had, I think he had wing blades. I decided he had wing blades, like these blades that attached to his wings. So when he, when he was like dip diving or whatever, he could roll and, you know, slice things with his wings. Um, so I gave like wing blades like two. Um, and then I said that he was like charming. Um, he's like very, you know, people liked him. He was easily able to charm other people. And so I gave, like, charming a plus two. Um, and there's your seven, right? So there's your seven points. And I literally just came up with them like that. It takes, like, two seconds. You just think about what your character might be good at or um, have some skills in. I believe there was one of Jeff's, because Jeff was a mouse, and Jeff's was, like, swashbuckling. Um, and... Uh, uh, God, I I want to say something like um, you know, sort of like um, just a creative audacity. I cannot think of the word that he used, but basically he would use it all the time, and he would just be like, "Yeah, I'm totally swashbuckling when I'm um carrying this pail of water." <laughs> I'm swashing it everywhere um, because you can because your 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 skills are so sort of vague that you can kind of use them sort of vaguely if you can make an argument as to why your skills would like matter in that in that particular challenge or whatever you can add it essentially so you're like flipping cards 
and then just sort of arguing which ones you can add. <laughs> it's really fun. It's really fun and a very easy way of making a character. Um, it does mean that, like, because you've only got those few things and your character doesn't really level, like, they made a leveling system for us. So we did actually level the characters as part of the podcast, but that's not usually how you play suited. Suited is like a pick up, quick play, and done, you know, system. You might play them a couple of times, but you wouldn't play them too many times because they are simple, you know, that's what they're designed to be. So, um, but I like the fact that their character creation system is both creative and easy. Um, I think I think it's a cool idea to just be like, World's your oyster, go. Um, they do have like a bunch of random tables and stuff that you can roll on if you can't think on your feet. You could just be like, cool, my character is this, this, and this. Gone. You know, done. Um, but yeah, really, really clever. Very, very cool. Love suited. Um, you can buy suited on like RPG drive through and stuff. There's a bunch of different versions of suited too. Like, um, and obviously you can buy the base rules and then make everything up yourself, but they also have like, um, sheets and rules for different sort of variations on suited, like all using the same base rules, but there's zombies and zombies against the patriarchy or something like that. And there's like, you know, um, different, basically you can be all these different characters with all these different, like charts and and little variations on the rules they came up with the game while they were driving in the car because they wanted to play something like D, but all they had was a pack of cards and they were driving and so they made a game that you could literally play while driving and just flip cards um and i think that is incredibly clever and uh yeah and that's why i love suited yeah all right so that's that's week one for RPG a day. I hope you really enjoyed it. Um, learning about me and listening along for a bit. Um, big shout out to my gems as always. James, Jason, Barry, Laren, Ezekiel, KP, Joey, Dusty, Carl, and BJ. Um, can't wait to hear what some of you are also doing for RPG a day. Cause I know it's going on out there. Um, you know, Jace, Joey, I know you're probably doing it. Carl, BJ, I don't know. Shrug, question mark. Barry, shrug, question mark. I'm going to have to go listen to your episodes and see see what's up over there. Um, Jason, you've already put your first episode out and it's only the first today. Craziness. You're early. Um, <laughs> but um, yeah, big, big thanks to you lot out there um, listening as well. Uh, your encouragement for me to be keep doing these episodes is, is great. Um, KP actually is already talking about RPG a day over in the Fate of Eisen Discord, um, and I haven't even put my episode out yet. KP's answering the questions just in a written form because they don't have a podcast. So I'm actually quite looking forward to reading about what they have to say about RPG a day as well. So anyway, let's get out of here. This episode has gone on well long enough. Um, Inohora katkite anno and aroha noi. Mwah. Goodbye, everybody. I will see you again soon in a week or so. And I love you. Love you loads. Love you loads. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye. bye, 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 bye.